Unless you want to, it's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me, at ronanddon.com. Hey you guys, what's going on? It's Ron and Don, and we are live uh, from a bunch of construction for our real estate edition only. It's uh, another version of our Friday-only Ron and Don show. Ron, why is there so much construction? What's going on here? Uh, we have some exciting news. We are going to bring the podcast to video, which is the the wave of the future, which we're, I think, a little bit late on. But we're, we're building out a TV set uh, in our studios. I'm super excited for this because I know, I don't know about you, but like I, when I really want to learn something, the first place I go to is YouTube and I will watch videos from people. And if I'm learning a new concept or learning a new skill or learning about real estate, a lot of times that's, it's one of the world's biggest search engines. You go to YouTube and you look that up. And so there's a lot of folks, I think, even now we're streaming YouTube through TVs and stuff that having our, our content especially content like this available on video is just what needs to happen. And so we are taking the steps uh, to build that out. It's a little more complicated than we thought, but we were like, Hey, let's just invest in this, do it right the first time. And we hired a good friend, John, and it's it, so far it's coming along. It's looking great. Yeah. I, w- I was in here kind of being a male model cause we're, we're actually building this out in, in, the, in my house. And uh, I love that sign by the way. I can't wait to show everyone and I can't wait to see you on TV. Uh, I do have to say that our balding heads, uh, I don't remember those late night commercials where you could get spray paint and spray paint your your baldness. I do remember that. Yeah. Was that Ron Popeil that did that? It was Ron Popeil. It was like this uh, powder. (laughs) I remember that commercial. That was funny. Yeah, so I don't know if you can buy that stuff anymore, but we we, we may have to buy that along with a hot dog maker because I because I think when we are working, I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get hungry. So anyway, that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. Can't wait to tell you more about it. Also, don't forget coming up tomorrow, we have our big client party, and uh, Ron, we have about 75 of our very great clients, friends that are coming. Uh, I'm excited to have this party because we're having this party at a home that actually rebuilt with uh, my partners, Jennifer and Joe. Uh, they're going to be there. We're inviting all you guys to be there. Cha-Cha is our personal uh, caterer, professional chef. There'll be a bartender there, so no drinking and driving, you guys. Uh, kids are welcome. If you haven't got an invitation for myself or Ron, just reach out to us on our cell phones. If you're a client, you know how to get in touch with us. We'd love to see you. And uh, we're going to have a great time from about 4 to 8 on Saturday. And if you missed this one, that's okay, because uh, we'll be having another one. Uh, coming up here soon. The thing I like with events like this, especially with the the people that we've been lucky enough to work with, is folks that maybe know of each other or have never met, and then we bring them together, and you see them talking to each other, brainstorming about stuff, recognizing. I know an event we had a while back, one of our clients and one of my friends got together, and now they've done something 
together yeah. outside of us. And that makes me really happy. Yeah. yeah. We, we, they're, they're able to see that, Hey, I, I trust Ron and Don. They, these guys are good people. We're good people. We have a overlap over here that has nothing to do with us and they can go out and, and do things professionally and privately together. And, and that's really, really cool. And, and see people at different stages to where maybe you're buying your first piece of real estate and you meet someone that has 10 pieces of real estate and you go, Hey, in, in 15 years, I'm, I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait. Cause there are certain people that I, I, I want them to meet each other. Cause I know when they meet each other, uh, that they'll probably end up doing a deal together. So I'm very, 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 uh, excited about that. And I can't wait to see what Cha Cha makes for us. So, uh, if you're looking for a professional chef caterer for a party, 75 folks or less, uh, just reach out to me and I'll put you in touch with her. Okay. Anyway. Hey, uh, we were talking uh, this week about Zillow numbers and Redfin numbers. I said that the Zillow number and the Redfin number is the first, we, we, we do something in our listings called a silent talker. You guys that are supposed to silently talk to you. And sometimes real estate agents don't do this. Ron and I like using silent talkers. You can overuse them. But when I walk into a home and I don't see silent talkers up, to me, I, 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 it's, it's a very lazy real estate agent. If, if the grass doesn't look perfect and mowed, if there's not new bark, if I don't see fresh flowers, if I don't see that somebody has really cared about this listing, especially sometimes people get excited maybe in the first week and they don't sell. And sometimes listings are on a little longer now. I went to a listing the other day and there was basically a tree and a vine that was growing on the side of the house. It had grown all the way around and it was in front of the garage door. So I took a picture of it. I sent it to the realtor and I said, Hey man, I, I, I know why you're on 75 days now and, and you may want to come cut the grass. And, and the next day the grass was cut. But, but, but those kind of realtors to me that don't pay attention to the property as a whole in the way that a property is presented, Sometimes they get the business because it's a, a neighbor or someone in your family, or they've been doing it a long time. Just because you've been doing something for a long time doesn't mean you're great at it. Just ask the 85 Bears, right? Last time they won a Super Bowl was 1985. They are 0-4 right now. They aren't great at football, and they haven't been for 30 or 40 years. So let's just get that clear. Anyway. Anytime we're presenting a home like we did this week in Bothell and we're getting ready to bring some other homes on in the next week or two, one of the first silent talkers I like to put up is the Redfin number and the Zillow number. The reason I like to put it up is because everyone knows it. The buyer knows it. The seller knows it. The neighbor coming by knows it. All the real estate agents know it. But it's also important to know where these numbers come from because, Ron, when we first were came into the real estate world and we had a very big brokerage that was mentoring us and our mentor had been has been in this business for 40 years really amazing really really amazing but the one thing that she said is don't ever talk about the redfin number or the zillow number that's not a conversation you should be having not only is it a conversation i like to have i like to post those numbers before we get to why where do those numbers come from well (laughs) these these technology companies are building algorithms and I, I wish I knew if I understood algorithms better, but, but what my working understanding of an algorithm is you get these software engineers come in and they will try to take publicly available data and then they put it through a weighted system and it spits out a prediction of what it thinks your place is. So all the public data, everybody's got the same public data. So square footage. 
bedrooms and bathrooms, the tax records, the lot size, when the house was built, etc. And so the companies like Redfin and Zillow, though, they've gone the extra mile. And so they've tried to take not only county records and MLS records that have data like that, they also try to incorporate neighborhoods. They try to incorporate proximity to things like technology or hospitals. Uh, They look at walk scores. They're taking as many pieces of information they can take and trying to put an actual value on it. So let's take walk score, for instance. You might go, I don't even know what that means. There is a a website algorithm that will create a walk score from zero to 100 for any piece of property in America. And so if you can walk to a grocery store, you can walk to a coffee shop, you can walk to a bar or restaurant, you can walk to mass transit. If you could operate your life without a vehicle, you get a high walk score. Well, what is that worth? How many dollars is that worth? Let's say that your walk score, Don, at this house is 90 and the walk score at my house is worth 60. If we had the exact same houses, what is that walkability worth? Probably a pretty good amount of money. Like it probably does have a dollar amount. I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but the algorithm is going to try and figure that out. So they'll run millions of simulations with millions of pieces of property, and they try to tease out what is the walk score worth? What is it worth to be near a Trader Joe's? What's it worth to have a Starbucks that you can walk to? A bus line, a train, all that stuff. Believe it or not, if you can walk to a Trader Joe's and a Starbucks, your piece of property is worth more than an identical piece of property that cannot walk to a Starbucks or a Trader Joe's. So they build out these comprehensive to them algorithms, and then they put their best guess and their best weight on every piece of data, and it spits out a number. And the more accurate it can be, the better for them, because why? They broker that information and they sell that information. And they try, (coughs) Redfin claims that it knows before you know that you're selling your house. So Redfin claims that when a homeowner checks into their property, a certain number of the frequency goes up or they start digging down into the nitty gritty, even before they've decided to, to sell their house, Redfin knows that you're probably going to sell your house. And so they have fine tuned all this information. And what Don and I like to do though, is so the artificial intelligence part is incredible and I love it. And I love seeing all the stuff that they have. And then you have the human being that walks in. And the one I always remember is we had a client, I, I forget who the client was. They were hard charging for this house. And they didn't know why it was priced so low and why it had been on the market for so long. And so we were about to do the open house. And what I decided to do is go out on Google Maps and just look around because the photographs were beautiful. The house is beautiful. And so I zoomed around on Google Maps Street View took a picture, a screen grab, sent it to the client. It was across the fence that you could see in none of the real estate pictures was a firehouse. Three fire bays. It was maybe, maybe 40 yards from their house. Yeah. So all day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, you're going to have fire trucks going in and out. And she's like, I canceled the tour. Mm -hmm. Don't want to go in. Yeah. So, how does does the algorithm know that? Mm. Does the algorithm look across the fence and go, oh, there's a firehouse right there? 
Or does it just go, hey, this is a three bedroom, two bath, yada, yada, yada. The human element comes in where you and I can go, I've been to this neighborhood. I know the feel. I know what to take away or to add to something as simple. And I've heard you say this to clients. Just paint the basement. You have a, a, a cement basement. There's cobwebs down there. There's old boxes. There's a broken ladder. Clean it, Get cover everything it, paint out. It. Clean, cover, and paint. Yeah. And and spend two thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and this house will go up twenty thousand dollars. Why? Because when someone walks down there and they see a clean, painted basement, it feels a certain way. And so there are things that the algorithm can't know and can't see. Yeah, and and I'll and I'll say this: I was just looking at some of the properties that that I own online. And one of the properties, it says it's worth about $1.4 million. It is. It's worth about $1.4 million, except it's not. Because on this particular, the, the, the house that you're looking at, at the property is worth about one4 What you don't see is there's a second house on the property in the backyard. There's a backyard cottage. It, it, it's, it's, somehow it's not on the Zillow algorithm. So it's missing a whole nother house which is about another $900,000 worth of value. I was looking at the house online that I'm in right now, that I'm sitting in, that I've been working on for 13 years, and I finally was done with it about probably two years ago. And now we're building a TV studio inside. Uh, this house, Zillow says, is worth about $1.7 million, which is not even close to what this house is worth. It's probably worth more like $4 million because there's three property, there's three homes on this property. But what Zillow thinks is it's still the old two-bedroom, one-bath that was here before. And when they're scraping and scraping and scraping, and that's all that's all AI is seeing. And so it's – but this property of the old house is here because it's a 6,000-square-foot lot with amazing views. That's about what it's worth. So my neighbor next door who had the same identical old craftsman home that, that was built in 1907. The one here was built in 1908. Their house is worth about 1.7 if they looked online. So Zillow and Redfin would be very accurate. So it's important when you look at those numbers, understand homes are unicorns. Zillow and Redfin have not been in your home. Don't go out and when Redfin says, hey, are you the owner? Want to update? Don't do that because they're going to take your information and sell it. You're also going to end up paying more taxes as a result because the government is scraping those numbers too. Don't let Redfin and Zillow in your house. Don't tell them what's happening in there. They, they have no business being in there because what they're doing is they're taking that information and they're selling it to real estate agents. And then those real estate agents and those builders are sending you letters. They call you 30 times a day. They show up and they knock on your door. All the annoying behavior that you don't like that comes from my world, the real estate world, a lot of it's your own damn fault for going out and over-reporting what's happening with your house. So do not do that. Don't update your... Sometimes your ego gets involved and you're like, oh yeah? You see the kitchen I have in here right now and the waterfall countertop. Waterfall granite counter, you haven't seen those. So I'm going to go ahead and, oh yeah, well I got two other bedrooms and then I just added a half bath. And Well that's great because now you've increased the value of the house on Zillow and Redfin, which means that the government's going to charge you more in taxes. And you just have to make sure that you have a real estate agent when you go to, when you go to sell that home that understands 
that, that either those numbers are accurate, like on a condo, sometimes they're very accurate because all you have to do is look at other two bedrooms, one bath with a city view online with similar finishes. Those numbers are pretty accurate, you guys, or a townhome or homes that are, 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 let's say they, they share, they share a common wall, right? Or, or maybe you look on Capitol Hill a lot and you'll, you'll see row houses there. If you've sold one row house, chances are the other three that were built at the same time are worth about the same amount. But again, look around Seattle. Most of the homes here are unicorns. Most of the homes here have unreported work, about 70% that have been done inside that people didn't permit. So the city doesn't know. So they don't charge you the county, the state. They don't, they don't charge you tax for that. So don't overreport what's happened. Make sure that you have a real estate agent that understands that number and can defend it. And what I do on the left, side of every refrigerator, every home I sell is I put up those numbers, the Redfin and the Zillow. And then on the right-hand side, I put up all the things that we've done to the house. And then at the end of that, we put the price of the house because now I can defend it. And you know what? People feel good about that because they'll look at that and go, wow, you know what? The Zillow number is a million, but they're asking a million one five. But then I'm also looking at the fact that they put $100,000 in this house. I'm standing on the new floors. I'm looking at the new lighting. I'm standing in front of a brand new fridge. I can see that it's a brand new range and a dishwasher. I can tell that all these cabinets have been painted and repulled. I can see that that's a brand new washer and dryer hookup in the garage. I can see that they've added this bedroom. I can see that that's a new shower pan. I can see that they've actually painted the interior of this home. I can see that they've done the, done the yard if they have a septic that they pump the set that they've done all these things and 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 so when people see the value they don't argue they just they they pay you what you're asking or they pay more they pay more because guess what now i got two three four five people looking at that fridge they see the zillow and the redfin number they know I'm asking more, but I defended it. And so now they can defend it to the bank. They can defend it to their partner. They can defend it to their spouse. Everybody has a deal killer in their family that knows everything there is to know about cars or homes or whatever it is you're purchasing, right? So I put all that information up there for the deal killer, whether that's the bank or Uncle Bobby. <laughs> Hey, you guys, don't forget Redfin numbers, Zillow numbers. It's just a starting space. Don't run from those like we were taught to do. And if you're a real estate agent, post them in your listing and then defend it. And you know what? Maybe you didn't do anything to the house, but mow the lawn. Please mow the lawn. And if you have a tree that's growing around in the front of the garage, call me and I'll do you a solid. I'll come by and I'll trim that for you. It's ridiculous. If you've had a dog there on the property, maybe fix some of the chewed doors and don't leave a bunch of uh, out in the backyard for people to step in when they're touring. Maybe just do something like that. But nonetheless, those numbers are a good place to start in order to sell that home and get maximum value. That's what we do in a Ron and Don sit down. What's the value of the house? It's the first question we ask. What's the Redfin? What's the Zillow? What's the work we're gonna do? What's the money we're gonna spend? Are we gonna spend a dollar to get two or three or five? We're not gonna spend a dollar and lose that dollar. We're just not gonna do it. That work is not gonna get done. And we're gonna pass that on 
to the new owner, but what we are going to do is remedy things for safety's sake, and we are going to remedy things where we're going to put money back in our pocket as long as we can afford to do so. Don't forget, if you need us, the sign on the wall over there. Ron's sitting next to us. They build out our TV studios. It says ronanddunnsitdown.com, and we would love to sit down with you today online and then come out and visit your property personally. ronanddunnsitdown.com. He's Ron Upshaw on social media. I'm Don O'Neill. If you want to see some of our new fresh listings, check that out. If you want to see how handsome we are, uh, you might want to follow us around on social media too. Just give us a follow. And thank you for hitting subscribe and listening to our podcast. And you may take this episode and send it out to a friend or someone in your family that's thinking about listing a home or buying a home or investing, all right? Hey, we'll see everybody at the party. Thanks for listening to the Ron and Don Show. Head up, shoulders back. You've been listening to the Ron and Don Show only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only. 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 Only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. (laughs) 